Good evening. Welcome to Jefferson's. Let me show you to your table. It's a beautiful day at the homestead. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Tower, an insider's look into the Omni homestead. I'm your host, Jesse Bruton. Today, we're speaking to John Ferguson and Lean Kim for the Omni Homestead. Chef John is the resort's executive chef and leads and directs all kitchen operations and menu creation for the resort's seven restaurants and bars. Chef Lean, the resort's executive pastry chef, has been featured in Forbes and highlighted by Hotel F&B Magazine on their annual list of 25 women to watch. Chefs, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Could you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Sure. I'm originally from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I trained in culinary over the last 20 years at places such as the Greenbrier Resort and Bellagio in Las Vegas. I spent a lot of time growing up on a farm in eastern Iowa, and I love the secluded nature of our resort here. I really love the rustic environment surrounding our resort. Hello. My name is Lean Kim. I'm the executive pastry chef at the Omni Homestead. I've been at the Omni Homestead for about two years now. Uh, before that, I came from working in Las Vegas and Los Angeles. I'm originally actually from Los Angeles. Uh, I lived there for about 20 years. Um, so it's a very cultural difference living in Hot Springs. So how long have you been working in the culinary field? I've been cooking for over 20 years. Uh, for me, it's about 12 years. And what originally captivated your interest and drew you to this? I began cooking with my mom and my grandmother at a very young age, around 10 years old, cooking fresh food from our family's garden on the farm and cooking our family's traditional foods such as capon and red beet chocolate cake. For me, pastry is actually my second career. My first career was being a business person working at a bank. I decided that I didn't like what I was doing. Uh, so I decided to find a passion uh, and follow my dreams, which is desserts. Um, I always had room for desserts. I love desserts. And I found a mom and pop store to start working from entry level. And then I worked my way up here. So how long have you been here with the homestead? I've been working at the homestead for just over two years now. Um, for me, same, same wise, I've been at the homestead since November of 2016. And what drew you to the area? I found the homestead to be the next step in my career. Saw that it could open doors to further my career as a, as a leader in kitchens while still working at a place that allowed us to be very creative. For me, what drew me to the area is the history of the homestead. Definitely never worked at a place with such a great history. Very different from where I come from, where there's a lot of traffic and people are rude. But at homestead, we have our Southern hospitality People are well-mannered. We almost don't have traffic here. Very safe area, love the culture, love the people around it, and just the peace around this area. I was told just recently that apparently this is one of the last places in the country that doesn't so much as have a stoplight. So I hear that when it comes to the traffic. <laughs> yes, no stoplights. <laughs> so the Homestead offers a pretty wide variety of options when it comes to dining. How would you describe all of the different outlets? Our main dining room is one of the last places you'll ever find to enjoy a fine meal and be able to dance the night away with a live three-piece band. 
it's an absolutely quintessential experience of the homestead, and there's no other place else to, to have such an experience. We serve refined American cuisine in that restaurant. In Jefferson's, we serve a contemporary take on a steakhouse, a city steakhouse, where we implement flavors from our local area as well, including shrimp and grits uh, and other low country favorites. At Woody's Restaurant, we celebrate the all-American hamburger with several custom hamburgers and even a VIP burger, what we call the Major D burger. Um, we also serve milkshakes made with our, with our handmade ice cream. We have some seasonal restaurants, including Cobra's at the Mountain Lodge, where we have skiing. At that restaurant, we celebrate a regional American barbecue. At Rubino's on the Cascades Golf Course, you'll experience a take on, on Italian cuisine at nighttime. And uh, during the day, a perfect clubhouse to, have, to grab a sandwich before a round of golf. So let's go back to this burger at Woody's because I've read about it and apparently it has gold leaf and two different types of bacon. And how on earth does someone come up with something that indulgent? So we wanted to celebrate Woody Pettis, who is our Mitchell D in the main dining room for well more than 50 years. Uh, his life was such an inspiration to so many. And we wanted to celebrate uh, his life with, with, a, with a totally indulgent hamburger. Gold leaf creates a, a, an amazing visual effect. Two kinds of bacon, a premium prime hamburger patty is super delicious, and a very rich handmade brioche bun just makes it so enjoyable and unique. And what would you say is the perfect way to uh, pair that hamburger? I prefer the hamburger with an adult milkshake. Do you have a favorite that you can recommend? I like the Oreo shake with a shot of rum in it. Can you tell us some of the most popular dishes with guests? Many of our guests enjoy the Allegheny trout in the main dining room. We crust it with almonds, and we serve it with roasted potatoes, French green beans, a creamy brown butter sauce, and a relish of green grapes. Oftentimes, people will finish their meal with a gold brick sundae. Now, I understand that the Allegheny trout recipe has evolved over the years, though. Can you speak to that? Sure. The Allegheny trout dish has always had potatoes, almonds, and grapes, and brown butter with French beans, like a almonier style. However, as times change, we've evolved from soft mashed potatoes with soft trout to creating different textures on the dish with the roasted potatoes and the creamy sauce with the almonds as a crust over the fish instead of on the side. Now, just a moment ago, you mentioned something about a gold brick sundae. Chef Lean, can you give us a description of that and tell us a little bit about how it's so popular? Sure. The gold brick sundae that we have in the main dining room is made with homemade vanilla ice cream, and it gets covered with milk chocolate and dark chocolate coating, and it gets sprinkled with gold pearls, and it's embedded with the uh, chocolate sponge soaked with bourbon maple syrup. Oh, wow. I'm salivating just hearing about that. Now, is that a recipe that you have brought to the menu here, or is that a dish that has a historic legacy to it? The Goldberg Sunday has been on the menu for over 40, 50 years. Um, it was created by one of the pastry chefs that was here. And ever since then, it's been on the menu for generations. Um, and we get guests that's been coming here over the times, constantly looking for the same Goldberg Sunday that they had when they were a child. Now, before I ever got here, I was told about the donuts. Their reputation precedes them. Can you tell us a little peek in your secret? Ah, yes, the Homestead Donuts. Um, I would say the secret to our donuts is scaling everything to the grams with the 
proper scale. We don't use ounces or cups. Uh, we weigh it with the scale. And the person who makes it starts their day at 3 a.m. and they start making the donuts at 4 a.m. every day for the guests to properly enjoy them. They're especially great with the maple and bacon glaze. So are there any quirks about working in a pastry kitchen in a historic property like the one we have here? I would say the most unusual feature about pastry kitchen is that we have this two oven that's built into the foundation and it's over 100 years old. And we still use it as of actually right now. I just baked off a dozen of freshly baked cookies and they taste much better than any of the ovens that I've used. Now, my understanding is pastry is incredibly precise and it's all chemistry. How do you compensate for fluctuations in temperature? Is there anything like that, any quirks you have to work around with those ovens? I would say just paying more attention to details, putting timer on your phones and making sure that the timer, everybody's able to hear the timer, even though if it's not your items that's in the oven, and using the proper thermometer to use in the dessert to make sure they're in correct temperature. And we have three different sizes of scales, everything from weighing 0.1 gram to 5,000 grams of items. The ovens are particularly great because they're so old and so well insulated, they maintain their temperature so well over the course of days. Even if the power goes out or we run out of gas, they still uh, they still maintain their temperature. So you guys sound like you have a way better setup than my modern oven at home then. <laughs> it sounds like it. Chef Lean, your Instagram is littered with beautiful cakes and custom desserts. Do you have any favorites that you've made? Thank you. Um, some of my favorites are chocolates, um, working with chocolate. I love anything about chocolate. Eating chocolate, smelling chocolate, touching chocolate. Um, I would say... It's the most fun for me to properly temper and properly handle them because they're very sensitive to temperature. Speaking of making chocolate, I made a special chocolate shoes uh, for this guest that was coming in. They were in love with stiletto shoes, so I made a black and red stiletto shoes with their name engraved into it, and it was very popular on my Instagram. That's fascinating because I think a lot of people, when they think of pastry, they think of cakes and kind of bread-based sweets, but your expertise is in chocolate and sugar. It's far beyond just cakes. Absolutely. Um, we also do ice cream as well. Um, pastry is very broad um, from bread to dessert, from ice cream, chocolate, candies. It's never a dull moment. What is your favorite dish to make and what is your favorite dish to eat? Well, the, my favorite dish to make is definitely when we have a special event, um, those are the dishes that I like to make. Depending on the season, depending on the theme, I like to be creative. For example, the last creative dish that I made was the Baked Alaska. Um, it was in around Halloween time. Uh, we had a mystery dinner event, and I did two layers of ice cream with apple cake sponge, and I did personalized piped meringue with cassis gel splatter onto it so it looked like a blood splatter. And I actually had a liquid nitrogen to give that smoke effect, and people were really wowed by the presentation and the taste. That sounds beautiful and a little bit scary. It was for a murder mystery dinner. <laughs> 
What about your favorite dish to eat when you're working with all of these sweets? Do you still have a sweet tooth or do you gravitate towards something more savory? Um, absolutely. Uh, my weakness is chocolate. Again, chocolate fudge cake is my weakest. When we plate it out for wedding cakes, I always get a slice and enjoy it with a cup of milk. That's my weakness. Chef John, what about you? I really enjoy the shrimp and grits dish that we serve in, in the Jeffersons. It's a uh, perfect creaminess and with a custom barbecue flavor that makes it unique to our property. The super creamy cheddar grits are absolutely amazing. And what I like to cook, I just love making sauce. So anything with sauce, especially lamb jus, and especially lamb sauce from the lambs that, that come from Highland County, right up the road. Speaking of sauces, I love that on the Jefferson's menu, you can choose from three different sauces or get all three whenever you order a steak. That's right. I like the Bernays sauce and the peppercorn sauce are my favorites for that. So when you're eating, also you have to have a nice beverage to quench your thirst. Are there any specialty cocktails here at the homestead where you can truly imbibe the spirit of the area? Yes. Eating a meal here at Jefferson's with a perfect Manhattan is, is a unique experience and uh, is really delicious. I understand there are some fantastic local distilleries in the area. Uh, what sort of partnerships do you have with those local makers? We partner with Smooth Ambler Distillery over near Lewisburg, West Virginia, about an hour from here. One thing we did earlier in the year was a we catered an event on their property with food from our hotel. We helped them celebrate the end of their successful summer season. And what was fun about that was using the whiskeys that they make there in the dishes that we served. So if a guest had only a single day to spend at the homestead, other than obviously eating and drinking their way through the area. Please. What would you recommend to them? They just can't miss it. In the wintertime, the skiing is very enjoyable. It's unique and it's very pleasurable. The, the, the skiing is fantastic here. During the summertime, I love golfing and the Cascades course is just the most beautiful course I've ever played. As for me, the one thing that you should not miss at the homestead is a skeet shooting. It's definitely very rewarding. Uh, it might be intimidating at first, but the satisfaction you get from actually hitting a clay, it's something that words cannot describe. And we have instructors who's been very talented and very patient with you for every step of the way. I agree. And it's also one of the most breathtaking vistas I've ever seen. So what's your favorite secret about the homestead? Something that you might discover once you're here, but wouldn't necessarily learn by reading a website. The presidential history of the resort is unmatched. And seeing all the painted portraits of the presidents that have stayed here in the lobby lounge is very interesting. As for me, the secret about the homestead is definitely the ice cream. The ice cream that we have on our property is handcrafted, made by me and my team members. Uh, we have a cutest pint-sized ice cream available for room service. And when the covers actually open, we're going to have a half pint size available. And it's going to come out with three different flavors that the guests will enjoy. So I would say that will be the secret for the homestead. That's all the time that we have for now. Chef John, Chef Lean, thank you so much for sharing your insight with us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Learn more about Hidden Treasures at the Homestead by listening to our entire podcast series, available in the property details section of theomnihomestead.com. Or you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
For exclusive offers on the Omni Homestead and other Omni hotels and resorts, sign up online for Select Guest. You'll also receive perks when you stay, like free Wi-Fi and complimentary morning beverage delivery to your room beginning on your second stay. Beyond the Tower is a production of the Omni Homestead Resort in Hot Springs, Virginia. The title music, Welcome to My Homestead, is written and performed by David Hill. Executive production by Lynn Swan, production by Altamira, audio engineering by Echo Dog Productions, and hosted by me, Jesse Bruton. Many thanks to all of our talented guests. For more information about how to book your next stay, visit theomnihomestead.com. Thank you.